and welcome to HopeForMe.Live. Today we're going to be talking about 10 tips for a healthy soul. Your, your soul is the foundation of everything. It really determines um, your future life. You can't do anything about your past, but you can certainly do something about your future. Your soul is that foundation. There is an old hymn that I'm not going to sing, even though I have the name for it, um, that it is well with my soul. It is well with my soul. So we're going to go through the 10 tips. These are Angie tips that she uh, has come up with for that. So let's start with number one, taking inventory of where you are. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's important. So so every once in a while, um, and, and not, not just when you're going through a hard time, but just even when you're not, that's probably a very good perspective to have when you're not struggling. Um, but to be able to take some time and take inventory, where am I on a spiritual, mental, emotional, and physical level? Like what's my status? Um, do it on a regular basis and, and then get some good self care in those areas. If this is a common practice, you will find you're going to, um, be less likely to really struggle because you're, you're taking care of yourself and you're making yourself, making sure that you're in a good place. Yeah. I think it's important no matter what you're doing, you have to assess where you are. A business is going to assess where they are. Uh, it's called a PNL statement. Um, <laughs> I think a church is always going to assess where they are as a living organism for, uh, the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, football teams, basketball teams, you know, um, they all assess where they are and where they want to go. Right. And it's just that simple. So right. tip number one, take inventory of where you are and where you want to go. Two, pursue wisdom wherever you can, even through your mistakes. Right. Right. This, I mean, to live with the, without with wisdom is just such gold. I mean, it, it, it's something that that if you don't have it, it, it's harder to live your life. You know, you feel lost and confused about so many things. And we're not, don't confuse just knowledge with wisdom. Right. Wisdom is about learning how life works, learning how other people work, learning what's going to be good. So, it's, so it's, it can be introspective. It could be very thoughtful, um, thinking about things, about how life works. Going and pursuing wisdom. Go to others who have lived life before you and learn from them. Mm -hmm. Gain from that wisdom so that you can take that for yourself. So even in our mistakes, we gain wisdom. How can I work this out better the next time? So if you're seeking that wherever you go, it's going to go well with you. And understanding what the definition of wisdom is. It's not necessarily what the world is going to tell you, or the self-help books are going to tell you, or what the TV or radio or a podcast is going to tell you. The wisdom always begins with the Word of God and the mind of God. Mm -hmm. And then... Um, taking that, understanding it, embracing it, loving it, and then doing it is going to be so very important. Right. All right. So number two tip is pursuing wisdom. Number three, do whatever you can to not let life happen to you. You decide your life path. Boy, right. so many people let life happen to them and life determines their path. Right. When you're, when you're a person that is just going through life and, and letting life smack you around, you're forever the victim. You're forever just putting yourself in a place to be blown around by whatever winds the life brings. Mm -hmm. But in fact, you have the ability and the authority in your own life to stand up and make a plan. Yes, there are circumstances sometimes that, that come that we cannot help. 
Um, and then, and then we deal with those circumstances, they come, but to just not have a plan, not have goals, not have boundaries, all of these things that we talk about a lot on this show and just let whatever happens happen is going to put you in some very difficult situations. Um, so whatever you can, as, as much as you are able to plan, plan as much as you're able to set boundaries, set boundaries, those kinds of things, goals, set goals so that you are kind of minimal, you're, you're minimalizing the amount of hard circumstances that come your way. So I'm going to show my lack of empathy as a guy and here it goes, but please don't be shocked when life doesn't go your way and you realize that life's not fair and that there's hurdles everywhere and people want to hurt you and things. This is a dark world. Just right. open your eyes and recognize that, but also recognize that there is a creator that has allowed the world to be dark because unfortunately he's allowed it because it's called personal choice and people make their personal choices and unfortunately many of those choices are dark and therefore we have a dark, unfair world. But that doesn't mean that you have to be ruled by it. Right. That means you have to be intentional in pursuing truth and right. light and pursuing whatever the Lord has laid in front of you, knowing that you are supposed to be battered around like a battering ram. She's looking at me like, what do you I, mean by that? Let, yeah. me, let, me, let, me, let me describe what I'm saying. <laughs> what it means is you will suffer adversity. It's just going to happen in life. Some people suffer it more than others, but it's going to happen. And when it does happen, don't be shocked by it, but turn to God and say, okay, help me to get through this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is that a fair statement? She gave me that look. Yeah. Yeah. I was questioning the word supposed to be. So, you know. Well, I mean, it's the way it is. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fine. All right. Mm-hmm. Number four, it's better to build a few healthy relationships than to be liked by everyone. Right, right. Some of us have this, we, we, of course we want to be liked by people and um, it makes us feel good. And, um, but sometimes in order to be liked by people, we have to sacrifice some things that we don't want to sacrifice. Maybe our own morals or, uh-huh. or, or our own goals for ourselves, or things we want to accomplish, you know. So, so it's important. Yes, of course we like people to like us, but What's more important, what's more fulfilling, what becomes more healthy, what helps you build character as a person is actually having those friendships that are truthful and honest, that build you up, that um, that accept you for who you are and encourage you in your goals. Those are all things that are going to be uh, more beneficial to you than just having everybody like you. Yeah, and the fact is is that there is there's no such thing as everybody liking you all the time. It just right. doesn't work that way. Having that few is so very important. So many people do make that mistake that they just try to make everybody like them and then they discover that that's never going to happen and then they, they lose hope. Right, that's exactly it. And it, it could cause more grief than good. Yeah, it's just, it's just not possible. You, I right. mean, you're not going to find a character in the, in the Bible that everybody liked. Right. I mean, there, there's none of them. None of them. I mean, G, you're like, but Jesus, uh, no. There were people that despised him to the point where they're the ones who were responsible to make sure he died on that cross. Right. You know, so we can just go through all of them. All right, number five, tips for a healthy soul. Turning to others for help is good, but nobody should ever work harder on your life than you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. It is a good one. People and want it so much that they're willing to do everything to help you, and then they're doing everything, and you're not doing enough, and that doesn't work. 
Right, right. There's that really good balance. You know, there are people who are so independent-minded and they don't want other people's help, but we're just not made that way. We're, we're created for, for community, mm-hmm. and God created us to be able to lift each other up and help one another. So For community? That was a little southern. You've been hanging for, up with me too too long. Okay, that's, for a, that's a southern thing. Thanks, for our community. Thanks for pointing that out. I'm sorry. Um, and then and then there are others that kind of just want are are lazy and just mm-hmm. want people to do everything for them. So neither one of those are good things. We need to have that healthy balance of allowing people to help us when mm-hmm. we need help, but also working hard on ourselves, you know, to do as much as we can um, for ourselves. And a quick 20-second rabbit hole. We are very good about doing this with our kids, and, and we need to not Absolutely. do this with our kids. Right. Number six, tip for a healthy soul. Serving others is always beneficial to the health of your own soul. And I just want to just touch base, you know, for a second. It is so weird that if we serve others, it somehow miraculously, supernaturally, spiritually winds up serving us and making us happy. Yeah. Isn't that something? Yeah. Again, I think that's what we were created for. We're Mm -hmm. we're created to be God's hands and feet. So when we're doing the thing that we're created for and we have that purpose, it, it actually supernaturally even encourages our own heart when we see other people be successful because we had a hand in that and therefore allowing other people to do that in our lives is is equally beneficial but what ends up happening is when we're struggling we tend to become very self-focused and when we become self-focused we're kind of wallowing in the pain so one of the things that you can do and we we talk about this a lot in the counseling chairs one of the things that will help take your mind off of your own struggle is to go ahead and help other people with theirs. Realizing you're not necessarily as crazy as you think. Right. <laughs> and when you're so actually what ends up happening is when you're helping other people through their struggles, all of a sudden you've taken yourself out of the middle of the forest, mm-hmm. right? And now you're looking above your problem. You're going to be able to see that in a better light. So it can really help as your heart begins to heal um, then you can take a better, have a better perspective on your own issues. So I like spiritual warfare. I've written some books on it uh, way back when and love C.S. Lewis and Frank Peretti. And so I'm going to do a little conversation with the devil. Okay. And it goes something like this. Oh, gosh, I am, I, I just, I'm not ready to go to church and, and serve others. And the devil's like, yes, of course you're not ready. I mean, look, you're, you're a mess. Yeah, I can't. I can't do it. No, of course you can't do it. You 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 have to be almost perfect to be able to do something like that. That's the conversation that that Satan will have with us. That we're you're you're never going to be ready, or maybe you'll be ready one day, and you put it off, and you put it off, and you put it off because you don't think you're ready. And sometimes you just have to jump in with both feet. Right, right. That's good. All right, number seven. Tips for a healthy soul. Make a habit of taking responsibility for your own actions and be proactive about making any changes necessary for the future. The right. bucks has to stop with you. Right. If, if you're a person that's, un, you know, it, because taking responsibility can be very painful. Mm-hmm. It could be a very hard thing to do when you're looking at, man, I wish I would have done something different. Um, and so, hey, we all make mistakes. We all blow it. We all make bad decisions. The, the quicker you are to say, hey, I blew it and made bad decisions, the, the, 
the quicker you're going to be able to heal from that, get a better perspective, and move forward in a healthy way. You have to make it a practice. It's hard to do at first, especially if that pride gets in the way Mm -hmm. or fear gets in the way. But the longer you put it off, then you then the more you're you're apt to spiral into this denial, self denial, which is going to attribute to many more um, really difficult characteristics in your life. And the and the old timer saying that confession is good for the soul is so perfectly put here, right? Because you know we 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 think that oh. I don't want to confess it's a weakness or I don't want to confess maybe it's pride or I don't want people to think, you know, what's interesting is when we actually confess, it it is it does something miraculous. Mm-hmm. One, it relieves a burden off of us. Right. And then the majority of the people, at least the quality people out there who are listening to the Lord, when you confess to them, they look up to you. Right. Not down at you. You wind up thinking the opposite of what's really going to happen, so you don't do it. Right. But it's all positive, positive, positive. Right, right. Just go ahead and do it. Right, because people cannot deny the honesty. We're attracted to honesty. We're attracted yeah. to integrity. Because we know we're not perfect. We just are. And then you make it possible for other If you're doing it, other people say, oh, my gosh, I can do that, too. I can build that character. I can build that that kind of thinking. And so it's an important thing to do. you got to be proactive. And just like anything else, the more you practice it, the easier it comes. Got to tell you a story. When I worked in TV, uh, I was a meteorologist for 25 years. Many of you listening to the show know that, but if not, I was, and I'm confessing that right now. Uh, but anyway, uh, I remember several times when I was on my morning show, I blew the forecast from the day before, and I literally confessed on the air, I blew that forecast. And not to explain what happened, but I just say, I blew it. I'm sorry. And I remember having uh, different bosses over the years, and they would call me in the office and go, you can't do that. I go, what are you talking about? You can't do that. You can't. You're losing your credibility by saying that stuff. And I looked at them. I said, "No, you're exactly 100% wrong." I, yeah, I told my bosses this. I'm not losing my credibility. I already knew I blew the forecast. I'm gaining credibility by being human, and it worked. And the ratings shot through the roof. Mm. So yeah. it works at every instance you can imagine. But let's not forget the second part of this, oh. making the changes for your future. So okay. it's not just to say, it's not just about saying taking that responsibility. It's also, but here what I'm here's what I'm going to do to change it. Here's mm-hmm. what I'm going to do, having a plan, how to move forward so you don't make those same mistakes. That's an important part of it as well. All right. And and, and in Bible circles we call that repentance. Mm-hmm. Number 8, um, tips for a healthy soul. Setting healthy boundaries for yourself and your relationships is always a very good practice. Boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. We've talked a lot about that in the we past do. couple of months. We do. And, and I, I think you hear it a lot um, in a lot of different situations that boundaries are important. But it really is. It's so important for yourself. First and foremost, you need to set boundaries for yourself. What am I not going to get myself into? How am I going to make sure that I stay in a good place? Which means and stay you're not healthy. You're not letting life happen to you. Right. You are. You are going to do life on your terms. Hopefully, that would be on God's terms. Right. That you then choose to follow. Right. So you set healthy boundaries for yourself, and then again, learning how to do that in your relationships to keep your relationships healthy and whole and thriving. All right. Tip number nine for having healthy soul. Being a person that others can count on will help build character that you can be proud of. Right. So, you know, that's the, you know when I when I hear this, 
I'm like, yeah, when you are that person that other people can turn to, it really makes you feel good about yourself because you're a person of integrity. Right. Right. I mean, who doesn't like to be proud of themselves? You know, and and again, not in a prideful way where that becomes, you know, I'm so wonderful and look at me, but in a way that, you know what, I, I am doing things that are good for other people. I'm doing things that are healthy. I'm, I'm being the kind of person that I want to be. You hold your head up high when you walk into a room. You're not feeling shame or guilt or any of those things. We all want to feel that way. So when you are a person that other people can count on, when you're a, a person of your word, person of honesty and integrity, where other people know I can talk to this person because they're not going to let out my business to everybody else in the world. I can trust them mm-hmm. with my heart. Um, these are things that you can hold your head up high and be proud of. All right, and number 10 um, for tips for healthy. So always try to see the good in people or situations first. It's better to help uh, in dealing with disappointment. So that's that's one of those things where the Bible talks about focusing on the good, the lovely, you know, what is, you know, um, honest, that kind of thing. Right. It's easy to be in a difficult difficult relationship or a hard situation and just see all the bad things um which which it's not irresponsible to look at that i mean we have to be wise we it's have what to, your focus is it, on. it's what your focus on you need to be able to even get through the hard things you have to be able to see what good can come out of it what is the potential of good or what is the potential of good in this person if you take that perspective first it's going to help you deal with the situation or the relationship in a more healthy way Angie, thank you so very much. Absolutely. You know, folks, as I was uh, looking at this and prepping for the show, 10 Tips for a Healthy Soul, I realized if you're able to do these 10 things or the majority of them or your goal is to to reach this, when you get anywhere near that goal, you're going to discover that you're going to be walking into a purpose. You're going to be walking into a path of light. You're going to be, um, you're going to wind up being this very happy person a person at peace, and you're going to wonder what changed about mm. me. Mm. And it's it's just that you, you you have focused on the fact that this is what I do to help a healthy soul to be happy, to be joyful. And when we do these things, and these are all things based on Scripture, mm. the, the it happens every time that people try it. So it's just a matter of are you willing to try it? All right, folks, remember you can uh, go to our website at hopeforme.live and there there's about 165, 170 podcasts, radio shows that you can listen to. And of course, if you ever need to call, uh, that number is 657-HAPPY-ME. And you can go to the website and get that as well. You never pay for any counseling ministries that we offer you. God bless and we'll see you next time.